He slanted her a glance from beneath his lashes. All the time, huh? He raised the can to his lips and took a long pull. Delaney watched him and took a sip of her own beer. She hid her grimace by turning her back and looking out at Lake Mary, twenty feet in front of her. A shimmering path led across the dark ripples to the full moon hanging low above the water. The trail looked magical, like you could step from the shore onto it and never get wet. Like you could walk across the water and end up someplace exotic. She tried her beer again, and this time she succeeded in keeping the frown from her face. A cool breeze whispered across her skin, but she wasn't cold. I take it you don't want to go to the U of I. She turned back toward Nick. Streaks of moonlight glistened in his dark hair. No, I don't want to go to college right now. Then don't. She laughed and took a few more sips of her beer. Yeah, right. When is what I wanted ever counted for anything? Henry didn't even ask me which classes I'd like to take this fall. He just signed me up and paid for it all. Nick was quiet for a moment and Delaney didn't have to ask him what he was thinking. The irony spoke louder than words. Nick worked his way through college to pay for the privilege his father was forcing on Delaney. Tell the old man to shove it, I would. I know you would, but I can't. He raised the can and asked, why not? Because she'd always felt like she owed Henry for rescuing her mother and her from that tiny Airstream trailer on the outskirts of Las Vegas. I just can't. Her gaze took in the black outline of the mountains before resting once again on Nick. This is so weird, she said. I never would have thought you and I would be drinking buddies. Why is that? She looked at him like he was slightly retarded. Because you're who you are and I'm me, she said and took a few more sips. His gaze narrowed. You mean because you're the mayor's daughter and I'm his bastard son? His bluntness surprised her. Most of the people she knew didn't come right out and say things like that. They kissed the air above your cheek and said you looked good when you didn't. She wondered what it would be like to have that kind of freedom. Well, I wouldn't put it that way. How would you put it then? That your family hates me and my family doesn't care for you. He tilted his head back and drained half his beer. He studied her over the top of the can until he lowered it again. It's a little more complex than that. True, you've spent most of your life torturing me. One corner of his full mouth lifted. I never tortured you. I may have teased you occasionally. Ha! When I was in third grade, you told me that Reggie Overton stole little blonde-haired girls and fed them to his Dobermans. I was terrified of Reggie for years. And you've spent most of your life walking around with your nose in the air as if I smelled bad. No, I haven't. Delaney didn't think she ever looked at anyone like that. Yes, you have, he assured her. Then why did you kiss me tonight? His gaze slid to her mouth. Curious. Curious to see if I'd let you? He chuckled quietly and let his eyes move down the row of buttons closing her dress. No, he said, as if rejection had never occurred to him. He looked back up into her eyes. Curious to see if you'd taste as sweet as you look. She stood as tall as she could and took a few chugs of beer for courage before she asked, What did you decide? He crooked his finger at her and said in a low and sensual voice, Come here, wild thing. 
Something in his voice, what he said and the way he said it, drew her to him like they were connected by string and he was just reeling her in. A funny little tickle pulled at her stomach. I've decided you taste like my Uncle Jasu's huckleberry wine. Definitely sweet.